Blog Talk Radio. your host, Davina Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled, The Four Secrets Successful People Use to Own Their Time and Win the Day. For one thing, time management is something that is very important because it's easy to waste time, and time is money. Time is what we want most but what we use the worst, said William Penn. The above quote was first written in the 17th century. I can't help but wonder what he would have said had he saw how people in our modern world spend their time today. We complain endlessly about how busy we are and how there's never enough time in the day, even though most of us are locked down at home with more time than ever before. But when we actually look at how we're spending our time, the truth becomes obvious. We waste countless hours each day watching television, keeping up with news, especially with this corona crisis, scrolling through social media and skimming our favorite blogs just one more time during the workday. We no longer own our, our finite time on the planet. Our devices and distractions do. But this doesn't have to be the case. You can reclaim ownership of your time no matter how crazy the world gets or how much things change by implementing the four secret tactics that I'm going to share below. You can work less, earn more, and find time to do it all. Like most things, the process won't be easy, but it will be simple. If you will do the work and actually take action on what you're about to learn, you will be blown away by how your life changes. And before I get into that, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about time management. And remember, there's things like procrastination. There's things like time wasters. There's also things like distractions and letting other people take your time. So be aware, this is why it's always important that the night before you look at everything you got to do and you write it down. In fact, there's a site called Trello that all you have to do is list all the projects that you need to work on each day and work on them. And then remember this, if for some reason you don't get to all the things, then make sure that you put them on your list for the next day. Always write out 
a list the night before so you already know exactly what you're going to do. And when the pandemic is over and I go back to exercising, I know that between 7 and 9.30, I'm usually at the gym or on my way home or on my way there at least three times a week. And why is that important to me? Because being someone with a disability and not having good balance, that it's very important that that become part of my routine on a daily basis. And the best way to get things done is to have a routine, to know exactly what you're going to do. And always get up around the same time every day and always go to bed around the same time every night because that way you're going to be the most productive no matter what it is that you do. Now, use a journal to discover your magic time and plug the leaks in your back, your bucket. Look at measured, it's managed, said Peter Drucker. Before you can manage and own your time, you must first measure it in the same way that you can't effectively pay off your credit card debt if you don't know exactly how much debt that you have, what interest rates you're paying, and when the payments are due. You cannot own your own time until you understand not only how your time is actually being spent and how effective you are with your time during certain hours of the day. And even though most of you have probably done this exercise before, the quarantine has changed the way we all use our time in a big way. In quarantine or not, we all have the stupid human trick of thinking that we know how to spend our time each day. Most of us also assume that we, had, we can accurately determine which hours of the day we are most productive without any form of semi-objective measurement. However, after working with hundreds of clients in hundreds of industries, I found without exception that no one really knows how they spend their time or how effective they are during certain times of the day without intentionally tracking and measuring their performance. Which brings me to the first key of time ownership, the time journal. Right now, I want you to open up Google Docs and create a simple timesheet that starts from the moment you wake up and goes all the way to your bedtime in 20-minute increments. It should look something like this, 4 o'clock a.m., 4.20, 440, 5 o'clock, 520, 5.40, all the way down to 10.20. Got it? Great. Now, I want you to print out seven copies of this page and 14 if you want to get serious about this strategy. For the next week, you're going 
to set up a recurring 20-minute timer on your phone. And every time it goes off, take 30 seconds to jot down what your accomplishments over the past 20 minutes and subjectively where your energy levels and mood are at that specific time. This is how you can determine what and when is your most productive time of the day. And for many people, it's often right before they, or when they get up. And I'm going to talk a little bit about biorhythms because those are things that our body has and those are the what we talk about when we're talking about the peaks and valleys of our energy because some people are way more productive at night while others are way more productive in the morning. The idea here is to learn when you're the most productive and schedule the things that you need to do during those times. That way, you can really determine your time. And once you've done that, then you can definitely figure out which is the best way for you and how to do the things that you need to do. And here's another tip. Always do the things that you really don't want to do first because those are the things that you really procrastinate on the most. Because then when it comes time to do the things that you really enjoy doing, then you're going to be looking to finish up all those other projects that you need to do just so you can get to the projects that you really enjoy. If you want to do this for seven days, you will gain unprecedented clarity into your schedule and biological rhythm. Typically, when I have clients complete complete this exercise, they notice a few things. First, they realize that the vast majority of their working hours are nowhere near as productive as they previously believed them to be. And I have no doubt that you will quickly identify at least a few uncomfortable patterns in the way that you actually spend your time. Now, here's something to think about. In my case, I've always pretty much had my own business because I didn't have the same opportunities as everyone else in most of the things that they did. So, and because I have a disability, that I didn't have the same opportunities in the workplace. I'm pretty much aware that I'm most awake in the morning and get really productive. But I have a tendency that when the when I while I'm eating to go through and on Quora and read certain questions that are in their their newsletter for that day and it often wastes but I find that especially during the pandemic, because I'm not getting out to go exercise the way I used to, and I'm not doing a lot of the things that I used to do, that, yes, I have been wasting a lot more time than usual. And one of the things that I have been doing also is 
that this was also about the same time that I ended up being contacted about creating courses for a platform. And in the three months' time, I did seven of them. I'm working on the eighth, and the last thing I need to do is just do the videos. Now, once I start doing the videos, I will get at least halfway through because I have to do 38 videos for each, for the whole course, simply because I do one for the opening, then I do for each module, then I do for each lesson in the module, and then I do an overview of what we talked about throughout the course. So that totals about 38 videos. And each video can be anywhere from three to five minutes. And then I have to wait for it to upload. And then I have to process it. And once I process it, then I have to go back and upload them to YouTube. And then I have to link them to my course. Well, that's for where my website sits, but then also doing them for the other platform, and I have to create questions as well. So it takes me probably about 40 to 50 hours to actually complete the course. But once they're up, and because they're digital, they can make me money over and over again. Secondly, and even more importantly, they are able to quickly identify their magic time, the two to three hour blocks of time during the day when they are five to ten times more focused, energetic, motivated, and productive than any other time during the day. Now, this is because we have peaks and valleys when our mind is most productive. And remember some, when you eat a full meal, then your mind and your body changes because it's working on digesting it. And that's often when you get to where you feel the most tired during the day. When you invest the time to develop, an objective understanding of how you currently are managing or, or not managing your time and how your energy levels and focus fluctuate throughout the day. You can gain an immediate advantage over your competition. And this is where the magic, or no pun intended, starts to happen. Now, you don't have to guess when you should do your demanding work. You know exactly when you have the most focus, intention, and willpower, and can schedule your days accordingly. You also gain a clear understanding of where your time is really going, and quickly identify the leaks in the bucket that you can plug to get more out of your day, eliminate distraction, and end overwhelm 
once and for all. And overwhelm means that what happens is because you don't know how to manage your time effectively, that this is why whenever you have a project to do and you know the end date and you know what goes into it and you want to reach that goal, the best thing you can do is take it and break it down into smaller chunks and work each one. And once you finish each project along the way, then by the time the day comes to have completed it, it will get done and you will feel less stress. This is the problem with a lot of people. They don't always understand that managing your time also reduces your stress level and it improves your health. Follow the perfect week formula to end overwhelm and live your perfect life today as an entrepreneur or high performer. Not only are you a master of your craft, but you gain a massive sense meaning, purpose, fulfillment from your work. And this is great. In a society where an estimated 87% of people are actively disengaged with their work source, it's no small feat to love what you do. The problem, however, is that most entrepreneurs take their love affair with their work to the extreme. Instead of working to live, they live to work and struggle to make time for themselves, their hobbies, and their families. This is likely more true now than we're, that we're all forced to work from home. The thing is, this is why when you work from home, you need to set aside an office and you need to have a door in that office. And always be sure to let your family know what you are doing and what effort you're putting into it. And that to give you a, a block of time to get it done. And that when that block of time is over, then you will have the time to give to them. Once you've done that, then it will mean that the time that you're putting together is quality time. And for those of us with kids, significant others, this can make it harder than ever before to stay focused while we're working and to turn off when we're done. There are email campaigns that need to be written, sales pages that need to be updated phone calls that must be made, investments that must be reviewed, and a whole laundry list of tasks, to-dos, and, and must-to-dos that make balance sound like a word out of an old English dictionary and the result of this reality. Always the same, burnout, stress, overwhelm, and an unmistakable or unshakable feeling that no matter how much you accomplish, you've never done enough. However, it doesn't have to stay that way. By using what I call 
the perfect week planning method. It can flip the traditional script on its head, increase your productivity, and make time for the activities and people who matter most to you. So here's how it works. First, you're going to pull out a sheet of paper and draw a seven by seven grid, where each square in the grid represents a two to three hour block of time during your day. Next, you're going to schedule your relationship and self-care non-negotiables, things like date night, Yes, even if you're at home, workouts, family dinner, Zoom calls with friends, and other personal events go here. Then you're going to schedule out your productivity routines. This includes Sunday morning planning, a nightly brain dump, your reverse alarm, and morning routine. Now, that your personal and productivity activities are scheduled, you're going to fill in your magic time slots that you discovered during your completion of key number one. Now, your personal productivity activity schedule, you're going to fill in your magic time slots that you discovered during your completion of key number one. During the work slots, you're going to engage in your most important work. <coughs> Things like writing your book, building out sales pages, creating content for your website, or recording videos for YouTube, and that all goes there. Finally, with all these activities scheduled, you're going to fill in the remaining time with any other work that needs to be done throughout the week, from meetings to emails to travel to sales appointments. By reverse engineering your week in this manner, you will accomplish two goals simultaneously. By scheduling your non-negotiables and getting massively accountable to someone else and setting big consequences for failure. You will more than double your productivity output each day because you no longer have the option to get distracted or goof off when you should be working. If your day begins at 9 a.m. and you have a non-negotiable date night, at 5 p.m., you cannot get sucked into the void of Instagram, blog articles, or YouTube videos when you should be working. These non-work, non-negotiables will keep you focused and ensure high levels of discipline, motivation throughout the day. Second, by scheduling these things like meetings, emails, and other administrative work, last, you will be forced to ruthlessly eliminate the things that don't matter from your schedule, which brings me to the third key for time ownership. Most entrepreneurs I know don't struggle 
with time management so much as task management. It's not that they don't have enough time to do the things that they need to do. It's that they are doing too much in creating unnecessary overwhelm by believing that the lie that they have to do it all. The tactic that I'm talking about is with you that you will change. In essence, what you're going to do is learn to delegate. Because when you delegate, then you don't get overwhelmed. And this is what you do. You list the things that are most important, the things that are least important, and the things that you don't have to do. And you make sure that you delete out the things that you don't have to do, and you delegate those. Then you get the most important done first before you do the other work. It's called the 10 fewer hours grid, and it goes like this. First, you're going to draw a big box with four quadrants inside of these four quadrants. You're going to write, what do I hate doing? What is not my job? What should I stop doing? What are my distractions? After you fill it out, which I'll walk you through in just a second, it should look something like, do I hate doing morning calls? What should you stop doing? Small podcasts. What is not your job? Video uploads, sales calls. What are your distractions? Afternoon Instagram. Now, let's break it down. In the first box, you're going to identify something in your schedule each week that you hate doing. For me, I used to spend 30 to 90 minutes each morning during my magic time, no less, on phone calls. That important as they may have been were not a good use of my time. To fix this, I instructed my executive assistant close off my calendar from all meetings, sales calls, and coaching calls until after 10 a.m. Not only did this save my magic time, but it actually reduced the number of calls that I have to complete each week and save me about two hours a week. In the second box, you're going to identify something that you're currently doing that is not worth your time at all. And that can be small podcasts. When I first launched Live Without Limits, I would do any and every podcast interview that came my way. If I didn't matter whether the host had 1,000 downloads a month or 1,000 downloads a day, if there was someone somewhere in the world with a microphone and Lipson account. I was jumping on that podcast. Eventually, I realized that during these podcasts, during my mental energy, completely wasted my time. They drove almost no profits 
and reduce my ability to focus on the most important profit-driving activity. Today, I never agree to a podcast interviews unless the podcast in question generates a certain number of downloads per episode, and this simple shift added an extra two hours to my time. And remember this, we had been talking about the quadrants that can help you to save time. And time management is one of the most important things for all of us to consider because every one of us, we only have a finite time. And remember this, when you look at the infants and they are very young, they take up time because they have no concept of it. It's only as they begin to grow and begin to be aware of things that things change. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com. And you can sign up for coaching, and we can work with you to help you to manage your time more effectively.